All right, the Brian Billick Report is brought to you by Mavis Discount Tire. Save on tires at MavisTire.com by Joseph Abood Flagship Store. Experience exceptional quality, style, and service at its very best. All right, let's do some uh, football. This is a big, uh, obviously, a traditional football weekend as we uh, hit the uh, Thanksgiving holiday with three games uh, on uh, Thanksgiving, and we bring in Brian Billick. Brian, welcome. How are you? Good afternoon. All right. Uh, I guess we could say things have taken shape. Um, the AFC's gotten easy. I mean, uh, you know, it's New England and Pittsburgh who will play on the 17th and everybody else. I mean, the teams have fallen by the wayside uh, pretty quickly in the AFC. Not a lot to offer there. I mean, you know, look at the way the West has fallen apart. Uh, there's nothing really underneath these teams. Unless you believe in Jacksonville, I mean, it really is a two-team race right now in the in the AFC. Yeah, in particular that whoever in that lower tier is going to have to go uh, through both these teams at some point on the road in Pittsburgh and New England, of course, unless something dramatically changes. I think the FC picture right now is is as it's going to be. Baltimore's moved into that sixth spot. I don't see anybody else under them, particularly with Baltimore's schedule. It's pretty soft the rest of the way. I don't see anybody else moving into the playoff picture. You know, with Jacksonville and Tennessee and, and uh, Kansas City, they'll move around a little bit as to that third, fourth, and fifth three seed. Obviously, Jacksonville and Tennessee will swap out at some point or not. Uh, but that's, you know, I think the field we see right now is likely to be what we're going to have going into January. Let me give you uh, another team for a second. Uh, Sean McDermott done a pretty good job with that Buffalo team this year. Uh, they've been very spirited early, and then they hit a skid. It really was defensively more than offensively because they were playing pretty much the same kind of offense. They just had a couple of bad games against the run, and he made a change. He saw something in practice. He saw something in the kid, and then he clearly pulled a rock. Uh, he clearly did. Does he go to his team and just say, I may I messed up and let's get back to business? Or how does he uh, get his veterans to get back on board after that ridiculous showing? Yeah, you have to. Because certainly going with the young quarterback to find out what we have. So come January, we know where our focus needs to be. That's a legitimate line of thinking. If you're Cleveland, if you're the Giants, if you're San Francisco. Uh, but when you were you know, uh, five and four and right in the thick of it, uh, Buffalo team. Now, their schedule compared to, say, what we were just talking about with Baltimore, they got a pretty tough schedule. Brutal schedule. So part, brutal, yes. Yeah. They may be looking at that going, look, we, I don't know that we're going to make this anyway. Let's find out about our quarterback. But you're okay. five and four. Why would you put that kid? Now, obviously, you made a mistake, but why would you? I mean, the veterans got to be looking at you like you're crazy right now. Yeah, and then to end your worst nightmare. Then you got to go back to Tyrod Taylor. That was brutal. You know, and, and, and how do you stand in front of your team the rest of the way saying well you know what's the cl- cliche of the coach it's it's it, this gives us the best chance to win really you're going to put peterman back in and say this gives us the best chance to win i don't see how he cannot stay with tyrod taylor let me jump to minnesota detroit because that game is big because you know we've not we've counted the lot you know everyone's made it minnesota now and and philly and new orleans fine minnesota won a big game against the rams they were very impressive the Lions have a win against Minnesota, and they're home, and then they they have a pretty easy schedule. If they ever win this game on Thanksgiving, they're in the hunt there in that division, and they got a chance the rest of the way. So this is a big game against Minnesota this week. Sure it is. But it, as you said, it's a very balanced Minnesota team. It looks pretty darn good. Uh, I'd be surprised if indeed, because Detroit's just so one-dimensional, still can't run the ball very well. 
uh, you know, defensively they're okay. But boy, Minnesota, just the, the balance they've been able to uh, come up with and Keenum uh, playing just out of his mind. And that defense is still, particularly now with the beat up secondary in Seattle, I think Minnesota across the board, front and back end, is the best defense in the league. Uh, playing very, very well, as you said. And again, uh, uh, this could be a big year for them. And Philly, I mean, they just have to, I mean, they just have to stay the course. I mean, they pretty much put the division away on Sunday night. I mean, there's not much left in that division. Yeah, no, they've, they've eliminated, you know, obviously eliminated uh, uh, Dallas to a certain degree. Although, you know, you can make it, it's still a lot of football left to play. None of them is going to catch Philly, you know, clearly. And they're just too balanced. You talk about a team that's, that's balanced offense, defense, playing really good defense, and they've got and they've got the right equation. You know, they get a, get a little bit of a lead. I mean, Schwartz is very aggressive in the run defense as well. They number one in the league in rushing defense. They create turnovers, get their offense on a short field occasionally. They get a you know two touchdown, three touchdown lead, then they back off. And you just don't have enough time to catch up. So they're uh, they're playing the formula very well. I mentioned the South to you last week. I told you I thought that's going to be the fun part. They all won this past weekend, eight and two, seven and three, six and four. All play each other. Atlanta's four, last four games, two against New Orleans. They close home against Carolina. It's all there right in front of them. They might be the best of the three teams, even though they have the worst record. That's going to be a great. A lot of fun, those games in that division the last five, six weeks of the season. Yeah, and, and what, boy, what a great race beyond who you know wins the division. What a great battle to see if, indeed, you're going to get three teams you coming might. out of that you division. Might. You might. And battling a Seattle team, you know, they're going to be on that cusp as well because, you know, they're not going to catch the Rams necessarily, and particularly with the injured secondary, to see them yep. battling to see if they can fight off one of those teams and not loss head-to-head. To Atlanta could very well be the difference for them when it comes to that sixth spot. No question. And and those teams playing each other the way they will down the stretch. I mean, Atlanta has all those games in front of them. Two at New Orleans, then Carolina to end the season. So that's all right in front of them in that division. Yeah, and, and the offense seems to be coming together a little bit. Defense uh, has played well. You know, they The defensive have ends their- have started to make their impact. Absolutely, boy, and, and show that it wasn't necessarily a fluke all, but what happened at Dallas and the, the ability to put that pressure on from the edge. Um, you know, of course, Dan Quinn's a good defensive coach. They're playing that strength. That secondary, that Neal is a hitter now. That hit he put on Jimmy Graham to keep him out of the end zone. That was that was a heck of a hit. And you know, it'll be interesting to see the Chargers. You know, the Chargers have been snake bit. They come up with that game last week. They're actually playing a lot better. And if they ever win this week, they got themselves back where they could actually have some fun in the AFC, where they might be the other team to look that maybe gets in the hunt for a wild card if they win on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, it seems the West is a division nobody wants to win. It's a bit of a head scratcher to see Kansas City fall off the way they have. They're just not running the ball. Tariq Hill's not getting his outside nope. plays. Uh, I, I'm doing a piece on Playbook tomorrow on Wednesday about just, you know, they're stopping the run and hunt with just standard boxes. It's not like they're, they're stacking the box to stop this Kansas City run. So, and obviously the biggest thing for them is they're giving up, they, they're last in the league and giving up big plays. Yep. So that's a tough comment. And we're not used to seeing that in Kansas City. So you're right. You know, you look at San Diego, they're a little like Washington when you, when you just look at them on film, you, it's hard to, you know, fathom that they're what, four and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he, Washington's the same way. They do so many good things. Defense is you know pretty good, and but then in the second half just kind of falls apart. But you look at the film, and and you would never guess just looking at the film. 
that they're losing teams. No, they look like a good team. They do. They're dangerous, and the Cowboys have really come apart here. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been very tough. That's going to be a hard game for them on Thanksgiving Day. It really is. Well, they become one-dimensional, and Dak Prescott's going to be a plus 500-throw guy. First time in his career, obviously, all but a short career. So it's all on his shoulders, and, and – uh, but they got to get better help. I mean, the drop passes—they're keeping him in the pocket. Kind of Atlanta kind of set the template. They, that's Just it. keep him in the pocket, yep. and and he's struggling. I'm not going to say he's struggling because he's still making some good throws. But my gosh, he, the people around him got to step up. There's way too many drops. He's better out of the pocket than he is in. You want to keep him in that pocket. You know that. You want to make Absolutely. him to make that throw from the pocket. When he gets out of the pocket is when he's really dangerous. You know, it's like it's like the old rules on Randall Cunningham. You want to keep him in the pocket. Yeah, you got to fill the rush lanes, and, and and again, that's not to say that he can't make those throw. He he is capable of that, but he's got to more have more help around him. And clearly, of the two, that's where you want him to play. Because you're right, if he gets outside the pocket, it adds a whole other dimension. Jacksonville keeps winning. You know, they're not impressive winning, but they keep winning. And you know, they they're developing a culture. They got Coughlin there now, you know, to lend a little hand, a little guidance. He's not the coach, but he's uh, he's there. They're winning. They're doing, you know, they're they're winning the games they're supposed to win. They're seven and three. You don't really believe in them yet, but you know what? They rushed the quarterback. They got some people on that team on both sides of the ball. And if their quarterback plays at all, it's going to be interesting to see what, how good Jacksonville can play. Yeah, as long as they don't have to throw it on the shoulders of the quarterback. If he has to give you a 40-throw game, it's over because Blake Bortles just hasn't shown the ability to do that with any consistency. But they haven't had to play that kind of game with the defense and running the ball and minimize the turnovers. And, and yeah, so they, they're, uh, they've got the formula that's perfect for them. If they, just, if they indeed had a quarterback with any consistency or were in the upper level of quarterbacks, this is a team that, that you could look at and say, you know, they could challenge those top two teams we're talking about. What do you make of Cousins, I mean, uh, as far as his future? I mean, Washington plays these crazy games with him. Uh, he's productive. Do you buy into him as a guy you'd be happy with to be your quarterback going forward for five years? Well, the tough thing, and it's not much of an answer, but to give him one of those $100 million contracts, the question has to become, okay, if not, then what? then who do you go with? And now that's, that's not much of a validation of, okay, yeah, you're my guy. I can't think of anybody else to go with. So here, uh, you know, here's the money. Uh, there obviously is a hesitation. His numbers are always good. It just seems that for some reason it doesn't always add up for them and him offensively, particularly in critical times, the way he finished off in the game and some of the errors that uh, uh, caused the 10-second runoff and some of the mistakes. Those teams tend to show up for a guy that you want to give $100 million to. What do you think about what's going on in Green Bay when they can't score a point? Well, it, I mean, it's, it just shows you the, the presence of Aaron Rodgers. You know, it, 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 it shows you just how good Aaron Rodgers is. And Hunley, let's remember at UCLA, kind of the same thing. You know, he, he showed some signs, held on to the ball a little bit too long, uh, made some critical errors. Uh, but, yeah, it just shows you the value of an Aaron Rodgers and how that organization, everything about it, is wrapped around his productivity. That's not to diminish what they're doing, but it's all Aaron Rodgers. You know, the Rams, uh, I thought they'd play better in that game. Uh, that fumble when they were going in to take the lead 14-7 seemed to really unnerve them. And then Minnesota jumped all over them, made a couple of big plays, and ran off. Uh, we'll see where they go from here. 
Uh, did that bring you down to earth with the Rams, or do you still think they'll uh, show you what you expected the next couple weeks? They got big games coming up. They got a big game this week. Uh, New Orleans at the Rams this weekend. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if the Rams bounce back. Yeah, it will be, particularly against New Orleans team. That we'll find out just how real that defense is. You can't you can't argue how good they've played the last little bit. Came back to earth a little bit this week. Uh, but yeah, you saw Kirk Cousins be able to take some advantage of it. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump off the bandwagon on the Rams just yet. I prefer to just think that, particularly at home, Minnesota is that good, and I think that's a valid argument as opposed to the Rams fell apart. I mean, it's hard to win on the road, and particularly against a good team like that. Uh, the Rams still have all the component, and Goff didn't play all that badly. Why do you think Zimmers has stayed so quiet, so that Keenum has to face these questions every week? Well, you know, that's, that's, that's the way to do it now, right? Everybody channels their inner Belichick, and, and all you have to okay, who's going to start? Okay, it's Keenum. Well, what about next week? Uh, Keenum's going to start this week. Well, who's going to start next week? Keenum's going to start this week. I mean, you just keep, you know, coming back to, hey, I don't have to deal with next week or the week after that. If I want to make a change, I'll make a change. Plus, Keenum's playing well enough to certainly hold on to the job. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they want Keenum to be declared, but it, there's no reason they have to, right? They can leave it alone and play it week to week. It's working. Uh, it's a, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll play Mike Zimmer, and it's a legitimate question. I don't have to answer it. That's right. That's, you know, that's a good. He doesn't have to answer it. You're very, you're very right. So that it just means your quarterback has to face the question every week, but he doesn't seem to have any trouble handling the question. That's for sure. And they, he's mentored his team to go, guys, look, we're not going to play that game. They can talk about it all they want, they, but we're just not going to play that game. And the players will respect that. You know, if I give you one team, we're talking with Brian Billick, that is lose, has a losing record, but I actually think has players, it's Cincinnati. They're 4-6. and six. They've had some really disappointing, nightmarish losses. They easily could be better than that. They get Cleveland this week, would make them 5-6. and six. They're not a bad team. They really aren't. They have players, and it would not be hard to see them getting on a little bit of a winning streak. No, and I said to start the show, I thought the current playoff field in the AFC is kind of what it's going to be. The one caveat, you're exactly right, would be the Cincinnati Bengals. If for no other reason they're going to play Baltimore, yep. they play Pittsburgh, not that they're going to beat Pittsburgh in effect, you know, that, that division, but if we're talking about the wild card division, and you look at their the ability uh, and who they're going to play, because Baltimore has to play Pittsburgh as well. So that head-to-head with Baltimore, if, if, if there's an upset to the equation I just gave you about the existing teams in the AFC kind of being set for the, the playoffs, it would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I agree. And they're not a bad club. I mean, I know the quarterback's been up and down. The offensive line's been up and down. Too many sacks. But they got a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, and they seem to have kind of figured out the balance for themselves. And they've got enough explosiveness, obviously, for A.J. Green. Uh, the commitment to wanting to run the ball, the defense can do some things. Uh, yeah, that's going to be one one club to watch from week to week. All of a sudden, you look up and and you totally forgot about them. And here, two games left, they're in the hunt. When you think about Pittsburgh, knowing that this epic battle on the seventeenth is on is closing in, uh, and everything will you know home field in the playoffs, everything will come down to this game against the Pats, who have owned you. Would you be daring in that game in the terms of how you want to play defense, or what would you? What, how would you play it? I mean, whatever you've done, it has not worked against Tom Brady at all. He has yeah. eaten you alive. Or do you try and just control it with your offense and just leave it alone? I mean, how do you play that thing when you play them? The classic Pittsburgh zone pressure, zone defense. You're right. Brady has torn apart. So you've got to, at some point, even though you're a very good defense, and you never. 
you know, you never want your players to panic because sometimes you go into change, things like that. They're going, oh, so you don't think we can do the job. But, I mean, common sense says, look, this guy's a, a once-in-a-generation guy. What we do doesn't match up with him well, so we got to do something else, and we just got to do it better. It'd be interesting to see. That game is a couple weeks away, but that game's going to decide everything in the AFC. It's hard to see it derailing those two teams. They are so far ahead right now. Very hard to see anybody catching up with them. It's going to be those two at the top of the AFC. Yeah, and both want to win it so that, that the final game has to go through their home court. Absolutely. Big edge there. All right, listen, happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk next week. Thank you. You too. All right, Brian Billick. And Brian, uh, tickets can be complicated, but, you know, that's why they're SeatGeek. And SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. All you have to do is realize that they'll help you out and get you along on the way, and they can help you with concerts and comedy and theater. Best of all, new users get $20 off their first purchase. Download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code B-I-L-L-I-C-K, Billick today. Promo code Billick, or $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. See it live with SeatGeek, right seat, right now, right from your phone.